NAFTA podcast makes its triumphant return. Match week eight. Is that a return? I mean, it's just kind of a normal thing, Come right? back every week, bitch. Okay, it's not really a return, though. Come a return implies that you went away. You already fucked up this intro, dude. I don't think I fucked it up. I think that you're <laughs> particular on... I mean, we're back. I guess. Ben had been back. It's a decade worth of episodes. Except it's not really a decade. <laughs> it's just ten. One episode a year? One wow. episode a year. <laughs> ten episodes. Who'd have thought we'd get this far? Who'd have thought that we'd keep each other accountable to have an hour, hour and a half, two hour long phone call once a week for nine out of ten weeks? Technically, this is your ninth episode, actually. Yeah, and the IMDB, I would only have nine episodes. You'd have ten. Yeah, so I'd be like the, I'd be like the main main character. So what's it feel like to be at your tenth episode? Um, honestly, considering packing in after ten, ten's good. Ten, chop it off of there. Ten's great. Ten's ten's good. You know, don't need to go to eleven. What's the next milestone? Like a hundred? I have to do ninety more of these. It's crazy, right? Absolutely not. No shot in hell. If you're actually listening to this, there's a little bit of an update that you might have noticed. We have a new logo for the NAFTA podcast. We don't just have stock image uh, flag on soccer ball. It Literally, I got that logo going soccer ball America. I think I Googled image <laughs> searched that, soccer ball America, and I, I found Perfect. that one. Um, I will say this, though. Our logo does pretty much encompass just that, Soccer Ball America. So, yes. but, but it looks great. Um, was a bit of a uh, pulling teeth type effort to, to actually get it and, and be able to use it and get it done. We were actually supposed to have one more edit on it. And just, I was just kind of like, fuck it. I just want this. Like, let's not do this. And somehow got it. So that is brand new. Additional housekeeping thing. After this episode, we will be launching our live website tonight. Not tonight. Actually, it'll be Wednesday morning. First blog on it will be episode 10 of the podcast. Uh, additional materials on there will probably just be our random thoughts, maybe some rankings, jerseys we think oh, that yeah. are dope, uh, we'll do uh, predictions. I think I'm going to have a pretty decent betting corner in there. Um, been doing doing all right with the with the euro betting lately. Won't lie, um, but basically anything that we want to write down and, and throw on the website to to go with the podcast itself, you can find it and it's naftafootball.com. Um, I'll make sure that we ig and tweet it out. Um, Hell yeah. yeah! Big week for us, man. Not Dude, only this was a this was a crazy week. It, so much got done outside of my actual job at work. I think I might be on the firing squad coming up here. That's fine, whatever. I can just fall back on my eight listeners Jesus, here. Why, why do you tell me these things now? Uh, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, got that. Got the logo. Website's launching. And dem- democracy prevailed, which is always just a fucking great feeling. So. Yeah, dude, it was sick. Were, were there, was, uh... was there a lot of partying going on in the Atlanta region? Yeah, dude, it was actually nuts. Um, there were people just all over the streets... Fucking going nut, going nutty. Yeah. Uh, everyone had Acting masks like they'd on never too. heard of COVID before. Oh, they did. Everyone had. Yo, masks. Dude, everyone had masks on. All right. Pr- pr- uh, promise you. Swear to God. 
I, I, I mean, I, don't, I mean that that minimizes the chance. It obviously doesn't eliminate yeah. it, but you know. I wish whatever. I could say that everyone had a mask on in New York City. Most people did, but yeah, I think there was so much tension and so much. Uh, Fear. I don't know what a better word would be, but just so much built up with everyone that once the news came down, they're just like, "All right, fuck it. I got. I got to go outside and fuck it. Let's ride. Yeah, ring a cowbell. No idea that many people in the New York City area owned a cowbell. For what? For Damn, what? Yeah. Why do you have a cowbell in New York City? Unless you're a Mississippi State why grad. A, who? Yeah. Why? I mean, why do you have a cowbell in general? Let's be honest. You're a cowboy. No, even then, you know. Are you really a cowboy just to wear the fucking hat around and pretend? I mean, I go, I, I dress up in blue collar face all the time. Get the hell out of here. I, I throw you're on so... a lot of dungarees and I throw on uh, Carhartt blue collar face. You're so full death of it. it. You're so fucking full my, of it. My culture is not your costume, Michael. Anyway. Yeah, remember your whole life's a vibe. I forgot. My whole life is a vibe. Listen, match week eight, the first NAFTA derby. We'll get into it. We got the whole week to go into. We're really excited. It is episode ten, and I myself am starting us off with kick it off, dude. The most interesting game of the week, which was brightly bright, <laughs> brightly, <laughs> which was Brighton nil. My, honestly, they might have well been the same team. Yeah, it, it, Brighton nil, Burnley nil. I don't have an intro for this game because I slept through it, and I think that the whole world is better for that. The one thing I will say is Tyreek Lamptey played well, and we say that every week, and he's a good he's a good soccer player. So all right, that's that's all I had, man. Ready? Yeah. Ready? I got I got. I'll talk about this then. Okay. Um. This is this that was my final straw. Brighton. I'm no longer gassing Brighton up. I'm no longer saying that they're a good team. They play well. Danger's not getting results that, you know, they have a lot of potential. You can't beat Burnley. Yeah. Burnley went um, to the Europa League two years ago, three years ago. Okay. That's two years ago. I'm just saying. Burnley Burnley right now are garbage. Yeah, Burnley's bad. Sean Deitch, I don't know what's going on there, bud, but uh, not, I'm, not I'm, the I'm done two with, years ago. I'm done with Burnley. So, so Brighton out in your head. Br- Brighton, 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 no, not not. Well, I do have them going down, but Brighton, not. I'm just not going to be impressed with them anymore until they start to. This is like tough love, like parent tough love. Like, I'm not going to keep you know complimenting you every week, even if you lose and if you draw or whatever. You need to get a win. You're not going to coddle anymore. Yeah, I'm done coddling. No more Midwestern parenting in a in a cul de sac with little Jimmy. Michael's not going to donate lights to their field so that they can Fuck play that. a little no. bit better. This nope. is tough love, Brighton. Yes, figure absolutely. it out. What's your what's Burnley, your stance on Burnley? Burnley, I don't care about. I, I haven't cared about Burnley in, in in many games. So, all right. So, is Fulham still the NAFTA podcast deemed worst team in the Premier League? No, they won. They beat a team. They won a game. So who is Brighton? Is Burnley? Burn Burn. Burnley. Burnley or West Brom. Oh yeah, I, I, I still can't one. put I still can't put Sheffield down there. Sheffield hasn't won either, but I well, still Sheffield can't put them down will, there. I'll never give Sheffield tough love because I'm no I'm at least ninety six They'll fuck me blades. up. Yeah, yeah. It, they are tough. They are tough love. They're, <laughs> we they, can't yeah, give it they, to them. They're giving me tough love. They're like, oh, yeah. you got so excited that we we're gonna be good again. Fuck you. We're gonna fuck yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. So I respect that. I definitely respect that. 
see if you ride with us or die with us. Exactly. 100%. So, yeah, I actually think ooh, Brighton, Burnley, West Brom, worst team in the Prem right now. Yeah. Yep. All, all well, West Brom, I guess. But Who are we demon, though? you got to deem one every week. we got to have uh, it. I still think West Brom's the worst. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Because Bur- Burnley has that, like, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, West Brom, you got to remember, West Brom got a tie against Chelsea, I guess. Um, Burnley just is bad every time. Every single time they're bad. So, it's, I, I'm going West Brom, but they're both terrible. Uh, out of those, out of those three teams, which is the worst, uh, stadium? The Hawthorns, Turf Moor. Oh, the um, Hawthorns. Hawthorns is worse than Turf Moor? Just because of the fucking Shepherd thing. I mean, Brighton Stadium's called the Amex. So, I love American Express. I have a card. Wow. Oh, what? What I can't have an American Express card. What's the American Express line? American Uh, Express. Don't don't steal home without it. Don't leave home without it. Oh yeah. Willie May says. Yeah. Um, What a what a classic. I was I thought you were gonna do like the very racist movie, Major League. Is it? Who'd have thought? Oh my god. Not to go off on a tangent. One of my birthday gifts this past year, mid COVID, was going to a drive-in movie for Major League. The amount of racism that was in that movie, unreal. Oh my god, dude! I honestly haven't. I think I'm. I mean, I think they also just had a picture of Chief Wahoo. And every yeah, I mean, scene. I get that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, yeah. Nah. So, yeah. So, that's, so that's tough. You like the Amex and Turf more better than the Hawthorns? I think I'd go Turf more. I think that's the worst one. But uh, Turf more is Turf more is cozy. Yeah, I'll give it that. West West Brom, worst team. Yeah, NAFTA podcast sure. deemed worst team in the Prem for. Match week eight and beyond, unless they win a game. So, yeah, we'll keep we'll keep updating. We but right s- now, we Brown. somehow talked for five minutes on a yeah. zero nil nil tie. I think that's good so, on us. That's te- that's ten podcasts under our belt type shit right there, baby. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's talk about a game with goals. Uh, Southampton two, Newcastle nil. Southampton played host to Newcastle, and a win would see the Saints go top of the Premier League for the first time since the eighties. No Danny Ings meant Che Adams and JWP were going to have to carry the load. Che Adams got the Saints on the board when Miggy Almiron turned the ball over deep in the Magpies half. And a Theo Walcott, what a name. Low cross would find Che uh, Che Adams who blasted it past Darlow seven minutes in. The next action wouldn't come until the 82nd minute when some poor Newcastle defending and technical dribbling by Stuart Armstrong allowed him to wrong foot Darlow to wrap up the game 2-0. I have a little uh, segment at the end you have to remind me about that I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Okay. Um, and I want you to I want your gut reaction. But Southampton looked pretty good, man. Yeah, Southampton confirmed pretty decent good team for the past three weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for <laughs> for the three weeks. Confirmed for that. I mean, actually, really impressed they won without Ings um, playing at all. Uh, the the first goal, like Theo Walcott and Kyle Walker Peters, just bullied. Poor Miggy. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why he didn't like, pass that ball back. Well, I, both like, goals both goals for Newcastle were because they were futzing around with it in the back. Yeah, it was bad defending. Yeah. Bad defending and, and just turnover. But, I, yeah, I watched it, and I don't know why. I was like, dude, there's a guy right behind you. Drop it, drop yeah, it, drop it. And or, he just never did. Or just kick it. Just get rid of it. I mean, right. Southampton do look hungry, though. They they look like they look like they deserve where they're at in the table. I mean, they, they're a yeah. good team, and they I still goals, have man. to live with the scarlet letter of me saying that they are the worst Southampton team we've seen in a long time. 
that worst Southampton team is currently sitting in fourth on the table. So, Oh, yeah, dude. Up the Saints. Uh, they score goals, which I love, obviously. I hate watch. I mean, we just talked about fucking no-nil draw. Um, Che Adams, never been... He's been up and down. Theo Walcott, like... Hadn't heard that name in forever. Yeah, uh, pretty pretty dope, actually, that he he was playing. Um, Theo. Yeah, man. Theo Walcott. Theo. Theo. But, uh... Theo. That's how they say it over across the pond. I don't know if you knew that. Theo. Theo? Theo. Theo Walcott. Like with an F? Theo Walcott. (laughs) Okay. How do they say JWP? Say it. JWP. No, no, like his full name. James Ward-Prowse. How do they say it? James Ward-Prowse. <laughs> you're, you're fucking on point with that, man. I'm Very hot. good. Coming out, Very coming good. out of the gates hot. Yeah, dude, you're awesome with that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm bamboozled by that. Uh, Carl Darlow always shout him out. He had a fucking great game, too. Just just saying. Well, a little positive for Newcastle. Also, Newcastle came out in a 3-5-2. They switched their formation literally every week. I don't understand it. <laughs> I mean... Let Bruce Bruce get it. He don't even know what he's doing out there, bro. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he goes up to each guy's like, where do you want to play today? You want to play right side? Miggy, where, okay. where are we at? Uh, Miggy, Miggy's like, uh, can I play uh, uh, right attacking mid? He's like, can I put you on the left? And he's like, okay, yeah. I sure, think that's sure. a go, problem, go. though. They got no cohesion, and they are not just not consistent. Um, so They have, like, four strikers. Uh, Maximin plays striker and winger. Um, they have, like, four wing backs. They have six center backs that all rotate. I mean, it's literally insane. I don't. That Hendricks guy, he's either center mid, center back, or a wing back, or like he's an attacking midfielder. And yeah. I'm like, where does the guy play? Like, he has to play a position. Also, every Can't week when I watch them, there's one guy that I'm like, oh, shit, is he decent? I need to just keep telling myself, <laughs> no, none no. of them are. Well, that's like I said, uh, I mean, they, they got the win last week, and I was... The, you know, when we did this last week, I was like, you know, you can't count on them to be consistent. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit, maybe you can because, you know, they won two games in a row or whatever or had two good performances. Mm. Right back to it. I mean, they're literally like a winner a win or a loss. They're never going to tie. Yeah. Well, to a game that would probably I, – I like ranking these games in my head. This is probably the third most important game of the week maybe. Uh, Everton gotcha, won. Gotcha. Manchester United three. Both teams came into Goodison Park looking to right their ships as both were coming off back-to-back losses. Everton looked to pick up their initial league form early. The 19th minute saw Everton's Bernard take on Juan Bissaka off a DCL-headed pass, dribbling onto his right and surprisingly beating David De Gea near post. Toffees take the lead 1-0. That lead wouldn't last six minutes when Bruno Fernandes headed a rocket past a diving Jordan Pickford when he connected with a Luke Shaw cross. Bruno went back-to-back seven minutes later when some great team play between Fernandez and Rashford saw Bruno finding the back post off of a shot-slash-cross that missed the head of Rashford, Rashford but found the back of the net for United. And then in, in the waning moments of the game, Edison Cavani broke through for his new club, scoring the third and final goal off a, a Bruno Fernandez assist. Everton drop three straight in the league and sit at seventh, while a win still leaves the Red Devils at 14th. Can't believe they're at uh, 14th, to be honest. Um, really? But uh, we, we literally actually. sit here every week and we talk about the, the heaping pile of garbage that is Manchester United. You can't believe they're in 14th. I don't know, man. Like... 
I mean, I can't believe a team that could beat PSG is in. Th- that's second. why I think. That's why I think I can't believe they're in fourteenth. I'm pissed they won though, because I think I predicted Everton to win, and I had the uh-huh. first half of like my. No, you picked a United. I did. Yeah. Okay. Never mind then. I was. Just do you going... look at the things I do? I yeah, I look at them sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude. Uh, Bruno Fernandes is really fucking good. Yeah, obviously. This is a, this saying. is the type of game though where we always say like United are shitty. They have so much talent though, and yeah, this is a game where we actually saw that talent. We actually got to see like Bruno Fernandes is a very, very, very good football player. So is Marcus Rashford. Um, you know, it's just whoever can help him. The the one thing that, and I'm not a goalie. You were a goalie. You can kind of speak to this more. You can't beat De Gea that way, the first goal, right? Like, that was terrible. Yeah, it was really bad. Okay. So it wasn't speaking just being like, what the hell? He wasn't the worst keeper in the game, though. No. Oh, God, no. But you get beat near post to go down 1-0 to a team that has been playing good this year. You know, that's cause for concern. But yeah. uh, this is gonna. This is also going to be my weekly, uh, what does Donny Van de Beek have to do to get a game? Didn't get to play at all. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Decided to play Axel Twanzebe, though. Yeah, well, <laughs> he got to go in. Uh, Cavani, Pogba, like, dude, I, I mean, like, look at their bench, too, right? You, so, Cavani and Pogba, but then you look at their lineup. I mean, is Scott McTominay that good? Like, oh, man. Scott McTominay. I, dude, I, I just don't, you know, like, there was a thing where, um, Liverpool, they were, like, comparing Liverpool's front three, like, obviously, Firmino, Salah, Mane, and then they're like, oh, only four years ago, it was, you know, these three people that, you know, only got, like, two goals. Buns, in guys. A, yeah, but terrible, right? Is that, that can't be this phase for Man United, because these people aren't bad. Rashford, Martial, and Mata? Well, I, you could even say Rashford, Martial, and Fernandez. Okay. The three more attacking minded players there. I mean, I'm not there, I'm are, not really convinced on Martial. Well, I'm not either. But I mean, he had a pretty good year last year. Yeah. I mean, also has Daniel James played a game this year? I think he's come on as a sub, but he was like a he was like a three-game wonder. Oh, man. I, he's just fast as shit and had really no ball skill. Or Danny Van de Beek. Yeah, dude. I, he has to be like Also, you have first to get Donnie, by the way. Yeah, I call him Danny. Uh, I know little oh, okay. Danny. I grew up with him. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, you, you you also I, I don't I just I think I don't get I I'm not a manager. I, I'll be the first to admit it. And maybe I just don't get this. If we I'm know nothing. Everton, if I'm United, I'm playing Everton, and they have had a great year. They're dangerous, and you know this is going to be an important game. I want to get a, a solid three points. I would have never guessed that. Paul Pogba's only worth eight minutes in this game. Dude, I, I'm telling you, man, I I don't, like, is he that good anymore? Like, it's to the point now where you sit there and you look at Pogba, you can't be like, Pogba's an 88 in FIFA. Mm. Well, I don't even know what he is. I have no idea. But, like, you know, in FIFA, he plays every game because it's just a statistic, like, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But is he really that good? I mean, the guy never plays. I, dude, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, Everton, I don't know what the fuck's going on with you guys either. I do. Um, I what? know what's going on. There's no Charleston? They're, they're in, no Charleston and no uh, uh, James. I think they're just injured. James played. 
I almost played 80 minutes. What? Dude. Yeah. James Rodriguez. Oh right God. wing. No Yuri Mina. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, okay. The other Colombian. <laughs> the one that looks nothing. They look nothing alike. I, Jordan Pickford's I read, a bad goalie. Jordan Pickford's a bad goalie. I do think Richarlison matters. Yeah. I, is he still suspended, actually? I don't know. Andre Gomez didn't play. Yeah. That matters, too. Uh, yeah, well, he, he was on the bench. He could have played. Don't well, know why is, he didn't. This is the thing. They're just not deep. Everton's not deep yet, and they need a better keeper. That's why. They have Robin Olsen. He's pretty decent. Actually, I, I don't think he's that good. Why, some they guy, should, they some should guy on Twitter told me he have, was good, though. They should ask if they can have Dino, Dean Henderson. Yeah, that'd be awesome. He'd actually play. It'd be really fucking good. Yeah. Because if I'm Dino, I'm sitting there, and I see uh, De Gea get beat near post, and I'm like, fuck. I could do that. Yeah. Uh... Are we are we done with this? Uh, uh, these two teams. Like, so I'm, I'm very I'm very much done with them. You're really excited for Palace Leeds. Yeah, dude. All right, go we off. Get go, we get to go talk about another bad keeper. Go off. All right. Crystal Palace four, Leeds United one. The Eagles welcome Leeds to Selhurst Park as the two clubs enter the day with identical records. Crystal Palace got the ball rolling when, in the twelfth minute, a corner from. You gotta say it with me, Eberichi Eze. I worked really hard on that name. Did you look it up? Yeah, Eberichi. Eberichi Eze. Eberichi Eze. Eberichi Eze. Found the head of Scott Dan, a very easy name to know, though, as well as the top corner of the goal. Then in the 22nd minute, Eze would take a free kick 20 yards out and find the other top corner of Merlier's goal. Patrick Bamford would get leads on the board in the 27th minute with a cheeky chip off the keeper. But... It was all Palace the rest of the way. A bizarre own goal from Helder Costa beat Millier near post, and then Wilf Zaha threaded a ball through to Andre Ayu for the fourth goal. 4-1, Crystal Palace. They beat Leeds. No one saw this one coming. Nope. Even though both teams had the same fucking record. But we were talking about this when this was going on, and we were like, oh my god, we're so bad at predicting, which, A, I don't think we're actually bad at predicting. I think that's that's a little too premature. B... This was two teams that last week when we were segmenting out the the table, they're in the same group. These teams can beat each other at any point, I feel like. Mm. You know? I agree. 100%. They're, um, not, they're not as bad as Chef. They're not as bad as Burnley. They're not as bad as West Brom, Fulham, or Brighton. They're not as good as Leicester, every, Tottenham, Liverpool, Chelsea. Um, I have, I have a, a Leeds grievance, though. Mm. A, a, a leavance. A leavance, yeah. If you're going to get called offside for pointing to where you want the ball to go, like Patrick Bamford did, I don't want to watch Premier League anymore. Yeah. I mean, the VAR, I'm going to get into a VAR. There's been a couple just like yeah. bullshit VAR things this week, and I think it's high time that we just get rid of it. Why is it here? Yeah. I mean, it, I, he literally, like, when you looked at it, there was absolutely no chance he was offside, and he points, you know, points forward because they they wants the through ball, and they, you know, I don't know where they're drawing the line on his shoulder, mm. but apparently his shoulder's offside. But it has to be, I mean, some, yeah, because it has to be something you can score a goal with, right? Right, and technically you can score with your shoulder, but again, like the ball's on the, he points the ball's on the ground, he he chip or he blasts it past the keeper or whatever he did. I mean, I, that is just insane to me that that's that that's offside. Var out, var fucking all the way out, like. Never come back. Yeah, I mean, and I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I've been a pretty big like keep it around for the positives, and like you just have to kind of deal with the shitty things. That's just absolutely unacceptable. 
in my opinion. Yeah, uh, it, that's not the only one. I mean, there's a few offsides calls this week that I would I was just like, all right, I'm I'm so ready to not have to go to the monitor. I'm so like this is the one sport though that hasn't figured it out compared to like football. It's just part of it now. I guess that's been there the longest. I don't think twice about it. Baseball actually got a little bit better with it, and like they don't do it that often. It doesn't take that much time. Basketball only does it for a few plays. I guess it's just the free-flowing nature of soccer, of football, that it right. really fucks it up. But Right, it but it's also, I mean, you know, you could also say it's shitty fucking rules, mm. um, which is harder to change than just getting rid of war. Yeah, yeah. There's, but, there's shitty parameters on how to overturn something or call something a certain way within VAR itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but back to the uh, Crystal Palace, because I don't want to just shit on VAR the whole time. Uh, they're really good. Ebrich Eze, his free kick was nasty. Um, and I don't know, you told me you didn't see it, but uh, <laughs> Helder Costa's own goal... Um, I can't, I think it was Townsend or maybe I can't remember who it was down the left side. He, they try to cross the ball to the middle. It hits. He's like just on the edge of the eighteen, right mm-hmm. near the the end line. Mm-hmm. He kicks the ball. It hits off a of Helder Costa mm-hmm. and uh, it's I think it's Melier Melier. Mm-hmm. He's the goalie. He's like off the front post a little bit and it sneaks in near post. Dude, the ball had to ricochet like eighteen yards to get into the goal, and he didn't see it coming. Which is insane to me. I think he was like, I think he was like looking at the runners coming in, but he, I mean, it was the honestly terrible. There's no way he fucking didn't see the I, ball. I just watched it. No, oh, did you? It's so oh my bad. god, it's so bad. Like that is a goal that you give up in like high school or middle school when you throw the guy that's never played goalie back there, and he's just like yeah. in no man's land. Just like Whoa. yeah, and he could he could have touched it too. Like yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a pass. That was he so bad. Touched it. That looked like a cross. Oh, man. Yeah. Dude, and the, at first, the announcers, uh, they were like, oh, nothing he could have done. And then the replay, they were like, oh, wow, that was actually really bad. That is bad. the one thing, though. I mean, we'll bitch about VAR or whatever. Like, there's certain things to bitch about within uh, the footballing community, especially overseas. The one thing I'll never grow tired of is just the blatant dryness and and how straightforward announcers are on certain things and they're just like oh, oh nothing you could do and then they take a look at it and they're just like ah man that was awful the, the honesty the just the honesty doing? of yeah it's yeah. so funny that happens all the time though i do i do actually like that and they don't talk all the time i think time, it's that english nice. humor um yeah. shining through so uh no i mean pump for palace big win for them um i think leeds has got a figure something out or maybe it's just you know fixtures i i don't know um first year in the prime for bielsa i'm sure he'll figure it out like i said i mean they're they're in yeah. no danger of going down it's just yeah i get, agree every team that isn't in danger of going down and isn't in that top one we know what their issue is it's consistency it's being able right. to have people be held accountable it's being able to lean on someone when you need a goal lean on someone when you need to get a clean sheet I mean, that's what every one of these teams' issues is going to be, for sure. Right. Agreed. Chelsea 4, Sheffield United 1. The Blues welcome Sheffield United for a late Saturday clash. Chelsea was looking to make it four of the last four in all comps, while Sheffield was trying to taste victory for the very first time all season. 
The Blades started on the front foot in the ninth minute when some hockey-style pinball was played by the Blades, and David McGoldrick flicked it past a kind of sitting, standing Edward Mendy for the first goal, Blades up 1-0. That lead would only last 14 minutes as Chelsea rattled off four unanswered goals to solidify the win. The first, the 23-minute mishit bouncer that found the back of the net for Tammy Abraham. 11 minutes later, Ben Chilwell hipped a ball in off goal from a perfectly placed Hakeem Zayic cross to give the Blues the lead for the first time. Past halftime in the 77th minute, Thiago Silva opened up his Chelsea account, heading it past Ramsdale again off of a Zayic cross. Shout out to Thiago Silva. That is our intro music. Chelsea put the final nail in the coffin when Timo Werner was finally able to get one past Ramsdale, taking advantage of a Sheffield United back pass mistake. He was hungry at the goal all day and finally got one on the board. Chelsea up to 15 points while the Blades are still sitting in the Premier League mom's basement. Yeah, dude. Uh, first game, I mean, aside from obviously the first goal in nine minutes, but after nine minutes, Chelsea looked pretty fucking good. Yeah, they... Uh... All right, we do this every week, and we never get it right. But top six yeah. teams, just how we've seen them play and their potential, Uh huh. they're number four, right? Top six. Are you, like, Ta- like top six, six right now? Big six. Big, big, six. Six. big six, I think they're three. You think they're better than Tottenham? Yeah, I think they're better than Tottenham. I'm assuming, Tottenham- I'm, I'm assuming you're putting Liverpool, Man City, one, two. Liverpool, United. One, two. Okay. <laughs> Liverpool City, Chelsea. I think Tottenham still has a bunch of problems. What are the... Well, we'll get to him later. I'll ask you that question later. I I think they're inching in on Tottenham territory. I think they're fourth. I think Tottenham's still three. I, I just yeah. think it's so annoying to play Tottenham, I think is what it is. Yeah, it... Well, it's annoying for you to play Tottenham. Yeah, you guys... But... You guys batter him take him behind the woods no 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 it's not that it's just like i mean yeah we'll obviously get to that game but i mean i don't know i i just i don't when i watch tottenham i don't see like the the oozing uh class that i do necessarily and i see that like at times with chelsea yeah um i think they have just better players overall but i do think I think Mourinho's a better manager than, than Lampard. Yeah, agreed. For sure. That's what, yeah. I mean, let's dive right into this. Actually, okay. Chelsea won 4-1. to one. Let's say yes. some positive things about Chelsea first before we say okay. some negative things. Positive okay. thing about Chelsea. Hakim Zayic, good. Very. Timo Werner, when he's on, good. Very. Edward Mendy, good. Good. Very. Keppa, bad. Very bad. Edward Mendy, though, good. Um, good. Edward, good. Kepa, Kepa bad. Okay. Um, anyone else you want to shout out for Chelsea before we get into a topic that I think is going to kind of make Chelsea fans feel like shit? Havertz. No idea. Yeah, no clue. Good, still, good or bad, don't know. Still out on Havertz. Who, um, who's on the bench for our, our Chelsea guys here? Thiago Silva. So, old. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I just like one word. Old, yes. I just like one word stuff. Ben Chilwell, good. Yeah, Ben Chilwell played really, really well. His hips don't ben lie, Chilwell, good. and they get him goals. Yeah. Now, negative thing. Okay. We talked about this this weekend. Uh huh. 
I'm going to let you shine a little bit, but don't give away your next segment. Of the, like, prime time Premier League when we got into it, players that became managers. Mm-hmm. Is Lamps... How, how does Lamps compare to Stevie G? All right. At the end of this season... Yeah. Steven Gerrard will already have a better resume than Lampard. And I don't care that Lampard coached a Premier League team. So you... he, he he coached what... May, I think a season, maybe like one and a half... I can't remember if, if he came in halfway or he got two full seasons at Derby. Mm. And they were, they were pretty good. I think, one, you know, I think had, it was one and a half. I think you're right. Okay. He, he did pretty good there. Um, that does not compare, in my opinion, to what... Not just being first in the Scottish Premiership right now, but how they're doing it and with the, the players they're doing it with. And, and and what team is, is he on? Rangers. 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 <laughs> Classic. Rangers. Dude, uh, I mean, he's not, he's not, I don't think he, I mean, this is obviously, he's coached shorter time. Arteta's better than him. Yeah. Which, I mean. <laughs> what, what was the dude tough, before Arteta that's still that there? when Arteta's team just throws up a fucking goose egg this week. Yeah, but, yeah, but you yeah. see, I'm telling you, man, you see... The, what Arteta is doing, and There's like a plan, Stan. Yeah, dude, this is literally like FIFA. Let me get the highest rated guys, throw them out there, and hope they win. Yeah, and sometimes they do, and, and they beat you know sh- teams like I mean I almost said shitty teams. Sheffield's not shitty, but Sheffield's not playing really well. Yeah, they yeah, beat th- teams like Sheffield. Yeah, don't don't let Sheffield have to come find you and beat your ass for talking. They shit. will too, dude. They will. There's never been a more dangerous twentieth place team in all the Premier League. <laughs> Don't let him get hot. Don't let him. <laughs> Do get not hot. let him get hot. Don't let him get hot. This is the one thing I'll say though. Um, they should probably figure out the goalie thing. Um, you don't like Ramsdale? Nah, he's kind of. I think he's good, dude. All right. I think he gets uh, absolutely bombarded with with shots. I think it's pretty tough. Probably true. Probably true. Can't be yeah. mad. Can't be mad. To a degree. Can't to a degree. Be he mad. hasn't. He hasn't fucked up. Like I mean, you. I can think of like six or seven instances where goalies have fucked up this year, and, and he hasn't done that and yet. It's not him. No, not him, not him. All right. Um, <laughs> we're going to get to a, a, a huge fuck-up in this next game. Uh, West Ham Oof. won. F- full nil. Uh, good goalkeeper, Alphonse Areola. Very good. Uh, the Hammers look to cement themselves as an upper mid-table squad by beating up poor Fulham. They were coming off their first win last week, though. The game was overall back and forth with some great chances from West, West Ham, only to be thwarted by, a- aforementioned, Alphonse Areola all game. Fulham had some chances through Bobby Decordova, Reed, and Mitro, but not until the 90th minute did West Ham find their goal. A lofted ball in fell to Benarama, who laid it off to sub Thomas Suchek for the game winner. And I know, John, if you watch this game like I did. That's that's where I turned it off. This is where most people would turn it off. 90th minute goal by West Ham. It's like They're 90 plus 2 minute. What is it, 91st minute? Yeah, uh, yeah, like 90, I think it was like 91 plus 2, yeah. Um, four minutes at a time, though. So, you know, there's like two minutes left. I would absolutely turn it off, too. But I can't actually write down my feelings about what happened next. Adam Ola Lookman. Let it out, bro. 
What the fuck? And did this dude just did this? Was that penalty? Don't Adam let the Lillard demons in there. Let it out. Mitro doesn't get to take it. Tom Carney doesn't get to take it. Odd. Adam Lookman goes up, confident as shit. Mm. Uh, I think they were they were trying to like, you know, to to like delay the penalty. Uh, I can't. Ogbon, I think, got a card. Now Issa Diop got a card. Oh D- yeah, some Diop respect got on his name. That's the yeah, name. Yeah, Diop. Diop. Issa my Diop. bad. My bad. Issa Diop got a card. Dude, if you, like, I was. We were talking about this before. If you are going to try to, you know, do that little dink chip, you better fucking do it, and you better score because if you don't, it is the worst thing you could ever do. There's not a there's not a worse fit. Like I want to know what they said to Adam Olukman after the game. He might never play again. I, I think he can't. Like they they may have terminated his uh, his loan. Isn't he loaned out there? Oh, dude. Yeah, he's uh for for Leipzig, right? Or Salz- Salzburg? Yeah, they, they might have just terminated it on the spot. They may have dude, sent that his was back to Austria. Fabianski was like bamboo. Like he was like, what the fuck? Was yeah, that? it was almost like he actually almost scored. Because Fabianski was so thrown off by how poor the attempt was that he like I think Fabianski like double clutched and was just like what the fuck? Yeah, dude, it's nuts. It, it was crazy too because he bolted from standing still straight to the ball and then just like da 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 and then just like <laughs> paused and dinked this thing. It, it didn't even have the distance. Like if Fabianski would have dove, I don't know. It would have had to he could have go do- in, he could have, obviously, but it would have bounced like two or three times before it did, it looked like. He could have dove the wrong way. Got up and got And it. got up and dove back to get it. Also, because I, I, when I was watching and I saw him run up so fucking fast, I was like, oh, he's going to just absolutely blister this in. Yeah. yeah. And then he, he, yeah, he goes up and does whatever the hell that was, and, I mean, it, dude, it was insane. I mean, literally the worst penalty of this. I, like, I, that's... Jorginho times a million. Back. I think the announcer said it best. You can't take a pen that late in the game in like the ninety fifth minute when you're only really supposed to be playing ninety three, or it's like the ninety eighth minute when you're only supposed to be playing ninety three. You mm-hmm. can't take a pen that late and just not blister it. You got to yeah. kick that fucker as hard as you can and try to rip the back of the net. That's the only way you can take a pen that late. Now, yeah, positives for this game: both of these keepers looked really good. Fabianski yeah. looked really, really good, and, and Alfonso Ariola looked really, really good. Both keepers looked great. Um, also, I'm finally going to give the Hammer some flowers here. Like, big in the clutch. Three points they have to win. They're supposed to win. It's not pretty, but you win no. games you're supposed to win, and that's how you end up climbing the table and, and finishing higher. Um, you know, kind of clutch. Big clutch yeah. for the Hammers. Yeah. Big three points. Uh, Got to win the games that they aren't pretty. So you can only play the teams shout that out. are in front of you. Yeah, shout out West Ham, dude. Shout out the bubbles. Bubbles fucking everywhere. Hammers down. West Ham, East London. Big up, big up, big up. From the fucking from from West Ham. geographics. From West Ham in the east to West Brom. In the, West Bromwich Albion. Uh, Where the fuck that is? Playing Tottenham. West Brom nil. Tottenham one. Uh, the Spurs, not the Spurs, but Spurs, travel to the Hawthorns to take on West Brom, the NAFTA podcast team, the worst team in all the Prem. Uh, the worst. Spurs were winners of five of their last six in all comps as West Brom were looking for their first win outside of the Carabao Cup. And despite 24 chances created by both teams, 
we would have to wait until the 88th minute for a team to break the deadlock. And who else to do it but Harry Kane. Danny Ings. Flicking a header back past West Brom keeper Sam Johnstone for his 150th Premier League goal, scoring the difference maker for Tottenham and getting them all three points despite both keepers playing well above board. Tottenham win. Dude, I don't care about 150. Like, that's just, that's like such a made-up milestone. Why? Because, like, make, like, you can't, so 10 is like, we were just talking about 10 episodes, right? That's like, oh, 10, next one's 100, right? Yeah. You can't then go to, f- like, 50 more. I think 50 is like, a big milestone. Okay, so say so, so you go 10, then you go 50, 50. right? That's f- by 40. Yeah. Then you go 50 more, gets you 100. So you do 50 more, 150. No, 100 more, 200. What have you then ever you do 500, done? 500. In your then life. You in your life, what have you ever done 150 of? Many things. Name them. Um, I've eaten more than 150 times. No, no I've ran. Like, I've ran more than 150 times. Of. Wait, what are you talking about? Like none I've of this is renowned. I've went on a run more than 150 times. What have you ever done 150 times that there are actually people physically trying to stop you from doing? Uh, I've thrown more than 150 strikes in my life at bound baseball. I've probably got more than 150 hits in my life. I've gotten more than 150 strikeouts in my life. You proud of that? I mean, that? do you want me to, you you want me to keep bragging? Like, is that what you want me to do? Is this like you're I mean, trying to gas me up? Because I appreciate 150 it. 150 goals in the Prem is huge, I think. Especially Dude, I think the next, mi- the next milestone is 200. Yeah, duh. That's 100 then, no, 100 then 200. We don't give a fuck about the 50 in between, bro. No. I, I disagree. I think 150 is huge. Harry Kane's, Harry Kane's the GOAT. He's milestone the, to he's milestone the has Danny to keep Ings getting more. Harry Kane is the most richest man Danny Ings I've ever seen in my life. Go, Poor, go he's, Harry. He's, he, him and Danny Ings, same level now. One thing I do want to say, you though. You can switch him. Uh, preseason, I saw these kits that they are going to wear. They're the ones that are like inspired by the uh, Nike shoes and whatnot um, for Tottenham. They looked awful. They're terrible. They look no. I was gonna say this. They looked awful in preseason. The inspired ones. The, wearing them this week, I actually kind of liked them. Oh, I don't like them at all. They're weird, like little uh, orange to yellow, orange to highlighter yellow gradient. I was like, all right, fine, go off. Disgusting. I mean, they're so boring. What do you want him to do, dude? I don't know. It's just it, man. We we disagree so much on Spurs. I don't like. I don't like that we're fighting about fucking cockerels. Um, I think Spurs are pretty. I think Spurs are a good team. They get the wins. They're tough to play against. I didn't think the jerseys were that bad. I do think that Harry Kane and Son and uh, Bale and Lacelso and I, I think they got some players, dude. Did Bale play? Yeah, he did. Oh, nice. He tried, to, he tried to get a little diving header in, back post, missed Classic, him. classic bail, man. Classic bail. Um, I think they're they're scrappy. I think they're tough. I don't want to play them, and I think that's... No, you guys play them next, right? Liverpool plays them. No, we play Leicester. We play Leicester We next. play you them play coming them. back. You guys play Leicester. Yeah, those are going to be two yep. big games uh, after the international break. So, um, you know, I, I'm impressed by Tottenham. They're, they're second in the league, right? Yeah, don't care about West Brom. Yeah, worst team in the prime. What are we gonna say? I, th- I think I think every week we do this. Whoever is the the previously deemed worst team, we're gonna say nothing about, and then also just Burnley because there's nothing to ever say about Burnley. I mean, we were on Fulham for a while, and then we were also on West Ham for a while, basically just out of like 
you know, just like messing with our friends, razzing our, our buddies. Oh, we were on that game because Adam Wilkman was the worst penalty I've ever seen. What you mean? Now, what do you mean? The West Ham Fulham game? No, I'm saying like we had full, we had West Ham be the worst team in, oh, in the Premier yeah, yeah. just because we were like razzing our buddies. But yeah, but at, they, they underperform like every year. So this yeah. is like a kind of a breath of fresh air, yeah. to be honest. So, um, well, speaking of uh, Leicester, the uh, team that Liverpool play next uh, when we come back from the international break, they played Wolves. Uh, pretty, pretty. I think what the second most important game, second biggest game. Ooh, actually, you're right. I've, I I yeah. screwed this up because I was gonna do Arsenal Aston Villa as second, but Leicester Wolves definitely second. Yeah, I think Arsenal Aston Villa is probably third, right? Yeah, and then the one I said is third's fourth. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Leicester won. Wolves nil. Leicester City looked to overtake Tottenham, who had just went top of the table as they took on Wolves. What has been the talk and will continue to be the talk of the Premier League were handballs. This game was no different. A whipped-in cross from about three yards out struck Max Kilman's arm in the box. Vardy stepped up and sent Patricio the wrong way. Later on in the game, Ryan Aitnori would take down James Justin in the box, giving Vardy another penalty. However, this time, Rui Patricio would be up for the challenge, stopping the strike. The rest of the game would see both sides having opportunity after opportunity, but the controversial pen would be the difference in the end. Foxes won, Wolves nil. Before you start, mm. we literally last week, both of us mm. looked at each other via Zoom and said, "Lester is very good, yep. very consistent. Yep. Um, argues for the tops, you know, the big seven because they're always most, up there. Most consistent and most complete team in the Prem. I always say. And we both picked Wolves to win this game. Yep." So, what the fuck are we doing? Sometimes like, you gotta take do, a flyer. Why do we do this? Sometimes you gotta take a flyer on the hottie at the bar, baby. Come on, dude. Bad. I I texted. Burn the hand I, is worth two in the bush. When I texted you, Lester was up one nothing, and I was like, oh nice, like we both picked Lester. And then I started to think about it, and I texted you. I was like, who do we pick for this game? And you're like, Wolves. And I was like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, man. Like, we gotta mix it up. You gotta keep it fresh for the people. They don't want us to I, pick winners every week. Dude, I'm currently I'm down six games. I'm six games under 500. I mean, you are uniquely trash. But like for me myself, sometimes I like to, to take a flyer. I want to sit there and I want to root for Wolves. I want to support one of my buddies' teams. I'm be like, yeah, let's go. Let's actually see if they're worth it. They're not. They're not worth it. Leicester's way better. Leicester's consistent. Leicester's gonna get the dub. Leicester's gonna end up winning the Prem. I actually think. You think Leicester's gonna win the Prem this year? I think Leicester has a very like a very actual chance? good chance at winning this year. Especially with all the injuries going on right now. True. I, I I mean I still don't I think it's probably like less than less than five percent, but I will check five thirty eight since they're so consistent with how correct they are on predicting things. They're not good at sports, really. Well, they aren't good at politics either, but that's neither pretty, here nor their there. Their politics are pretty good. It well, doesn't matter. Listen, um, did you think Leicester dominated this game, though? That was, like, my only note. My only note was Leicester dominated this game. Uh, Vardy's first pen was just typical Vardy. Vardy's second pen was also typical Vardy, but a body was just in front of the, the shot. Well, are we going to talk about this this handball? I, mean, I didn't think Dude, it was... I, I just don't... Like, I, again, it, this has to be, like, a rule thing, right? Because yeah. I just don't know what the fuck you're supposed to do. Yeah, not a this. Yet. This one, there, there's another one in the the derby game that you know our derby. This was worse than that one. Yeah, I think both were not pens. 
I mean, technically, yes, they were, but I think that rule is fucking stupid. Agreed. This was, I don't know what that guy's supposed to do. Uh, yeah. What What's his name? Uh, Max Kilmans. I've never heard of him, by the way. He's played pretty well. Um, I don't know what the hell he's supposed to do. Nothing Are you, you supposed can to defend do, with your arms behind your back? Like, Yeah, nothing you can do. I mean, it, there's no intent with it. There's He's literally trying to get out of the way. Like, there's no, I don't know, well, man. And you, and you can see, like, him pulling away and his, you know, he gets hit by the ball and his arm's, like, dead because, you know, he's running. He doesn't know it's going to hit his arm. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. It it ruins it, honestly, for well, me. Do you think anything's actually going to happen? Because I, I think a lot of fans would, would actually rather, like, VAR just be out. Fuck no, nothing's going to happen. Who pulls, I was holding that for a real long time. Who pulls the strings on VAR? Who's, like, big VAR? Who's lobbying right, for VAR? I don't know. It has to be it, our teams. It has to be our teams. Yeah, probably. It's got to be, like, the big six and all that money behind it. That sucks. Dude, I honestly don't know. Um, I don't even think, like, I'm trying to think, you know, how everything is, like, sponsored by something. Yeah. I'm trying Have to, they like, not I don't sponsored think, VAR yet? I don't think so, because every time that thing comes up, I don't see, like, Pepsi in the fucking think, bottom right corner. Do you think corner. companies are afraid to... Put their name on VAR because it's like so <laughs> negative, and there's like I don't probably. Know. I mean, I would be too. Shit, VAR sucks. VAR's the worst. I mean, definitely wasn't a pen. We're gonna get into it later. I didn't think that one was a pen, and it even benefited me, but yet it didn't benefit me. But I mean, one yeah. no win for Leicester, most complete team in the Prem, as I've said Good multiple, multiple times this week. We're gonna have to <laughs> keep that in mind when we when we choose our winner. Um, we're gonna go ahead and have the Derby be last because I'm sure we have the most to say about that so let's go ahead and jump into Arsenal nil Aston Villa three Arsenal welcomed the Villas to London winning three games on the trot as Villa was hoping to snap a two-game losing streak in what could arguably be the second that I wrote down but actually the third biggest game of the week and Villa looked to start it with a bang. Inside of the first minute, Jackie Boy found John McGinn in front of goal, and he blistered one past Burn Leno. But VAR found Ross Barkley offside in front of the goalie. He didn't touch the ball, but he was ruled offside, and the goal didn't count. That didn't deter Aston Villa, though. In the 24th minute, Jack Grealish and Ross Barkley met on the attacking left side of the pitch and conducted their own futsal game for a good minute and a half, before Barkley played a through ball to Matt Target. Uh, he then delivered a beautiful ball across the six and found Arsenal midi Bukayo Saka. I always fuck his first name up, but Bukayo Saka's boot. And the ball found the back of the net. Own goal. Villa's up 1-0. Past halftime, it became the Ollie Watkins show as he scored two goals inside of four minutes. The first, a beautiful ball by Ross Barkley, found Ollie in front of the goal in the 72nd minute. And the second, uh, when Jack Grealish led a break against a deflated Arsenal, found Watkins, and he tucked away the third goal, giving Villa an insurmountable 3-0 lead. Villa and the Kazoo kids, at least half of them, back on the winning side. Villa good. Villa good. Villa Villa good. Arsenal also kind of bad. Um... I mean, yeah, dude. They, I mean, Arsenal had a lot of the ball. They didn't really do shit with it, to be honest. Something I was impressed by, I always mention this, that Grealish doesn't have enough support. Barkley, Watkins, and Trezeguet, all three, looked very good with Barkley. Yeah. Also, other thing, I am... Sometimes people tell you something that at the time, 
sounds kind of ridiculous and and you don't think it's true but you can't get it out of your head i am now fully on the timings to man city bandwagon timings is good dude timings good timing timing good yeah, center back good good center back Very. one of the funniest things i saw all game is like the arsenal had the ball and everyone was back and lacazette basically tried to back him down like he was in the post in basketball Ty Mings grabbed Lacazette with both hands and threw him five yards out of the way. It just Ty made, Mings, it just made Ty me Mings cool. Made me Ty Mings very cool too. Actually, if anyone has any time, you go onto YouTube, you search Ty Mings and it's side hustle. He's actually an interior decorator on the side. Get the fuck out. People don't know that. Dude, what do you do with your day? Eh. Who's this? You're, like, you're so dedicated to the craft. Who's this? Um, I mean, yeah, timings. I would take timings now, uh, obviously for yeah. sure. Him and him and Matip in the back this year. Is timings baby Van Dyke? Well, he's like the same age as Van Dyke, so yeah. He also isn't as skillful as Van Dyke, so no timings. But th- that's what we're saying. Timings is like you'll never get timings because he's not your type of center back. Yeah, but he's just he he's a defender. Like Probably he's not gonna fucking need. pass. Yeah, re- like a lot of teams need that though. Um, he's just gonna defend, not give up goals. You know, tall as shit, heads the ball, whatever. Um, yeah, dude, Villa, Villa were pretty good. I mean, they're they're legit, man. I think this will actually before uh, we get to the the big game. Obviously, um, this is what I wanted to do. So I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna just say a couple teams that are kind of fringe, right? Yeah. And I want you to tell me fringe guy teams, contender or pretender, for. Uh, for for. Europe. Maybe breaking into the top, top six. Europe. Yeah. Contender yep. for Europe. Okay. Okay, ready? We'll start with Aston Villa. Contender. Wolves. Contender. Leicester. It, contender to win. Okay, you think that. Um, Everton. Pretender. Leeds. Pretender. Southampton. Pretender. And I think that's it. Man United. <laughs> <laughs> Not pretender. on your life. Uh, Not on my life. I, I think the, right, only so you, one, the only one of those teams that I said pretender that's on the bubble is Everton. And Leeds, I think you did, right? I said the only team that I said pretender that oh, is on, on the bubble. Oh, on the bubble. Is, sorry, sorry. Is Everton, sorry. yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think Southampton's up there. I think Southampton's up there. I, I think mean, Southampton and Wolves, I would, I would swap. swap. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, though, attack, is like, Wolves defense. The I'll thing is, it. though, is like Wolves has done it already. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, you have to give them a little bit more respect than just because they've yeah they've been doing that. Leicester's been um, doing it. Yeah, Leicester. Leicester is like the obvious contender, I think. Um, not really. I mean, you could say you could try to say Palace because they won four one beat no. Leeds, and we we asked about Leeds, but I think no. them and Leeds are both pretenders. Pretenders, pretender, yeah. pretender, pretenders. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, Arsenal. You could argue that they're kind of on that fringe, but they're obviously a big six team, so you know they're they're more expected to to sit there. Which team in the big six is most apt to not be in? Oh, United. Europe. Think it's I think United. Are, I think I still think United are so bad. Okay. And then I'd probably say Arsenal. Then, if I was if I was doing it, United, Arsenal, Spurs, Chelsea, and then I mean 
I guess us we're we're first and you're second just because we're higher on the table than you right now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, honestly, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of City and Liverpool, the big game of the week and so far game of the season was again the Reds taking on the Citizens. First this time at the Etihad, the game that was over the years proved to be back and forth battle. Started off how everyone expected. The scoring kicked off in the 13th minute when a through ball found Sadio Mane in the box. Kai Walker, perhaps expecting the pass from Mane, shrugged off of him. Mane burst forward in an attempt to recover. Walker fouled Mane in the box. Salah would step up and hammer home the pen for the game's first goal. City would strike back in the 31st when Gabriel Jesus would get goal side of Trent Alexander-Arnold and receive a pass from Kevin De Bruyne that he would calmly toe-poke past Allison, 1-1. to Right before halftime, Joe Gomez would concede a penalty when he handed a cross off the boot of De Bruyne. KDB would step up and proceed to pull the shot left. As exciting as the first half was, the second half lacked almost all excitement, and after 90 minutes, the first NAFTA pod derby would end in a 1-1 draw. Just how Michael Just how it. I like it. Yeah. Just how I like it. Um, let's start from the beginning. The Let's start let's start first uh this was my head choice. My my big brain choice was one one draw, but I could never fucking give you a draw, so um beginning of the game, the pen given up by Kyle Walker is the most Kyle Walker pen ever. It's like I didn't do my job defending. I'm going to try and recover as fast as I can because I am fast as hell. And I ran into to Mane. Now I can argue till I'm blue in the face that it was light and it was weak and they hit thighs. Mane's going to go down every time, and he should go down every time. That's what you're taught, and that's what you're supposed to do. That's how you get goals, and that's how you know Liverpool is really good at that and really consistent at that. Um, but also, it's not like it wasn't a foul. Like it was a foul. Like it, mm-hmm. it was a light foul, but it it was a foul, and and that's the thing. It's like Mane got the ball, and I remember watching, it and I was like. Why is Kyle Walker defending him from going to the sideline instead of being goal side? Um, really, really frustrating. I mean, but yeah. it's something I'm used to now. It was just, I mean, that was just really shitty defending. Yeah. Um, and it, it almost like both the goals were were in a weird way kind of the same because Walker was, wasn't was goal side on uh, Mane, which led to the pen, which led to the goal. Yeah. And then in the, the Jesus goal... Alexander Arnold just let him step step in front of him. Yeah, and then uh, Jesus. I mean, I I think we came to the conclusion that he was probably trying to do something similar to what he did, and actually the fact that it kind of hit off the inside of his leg helped him because mm-hmm. I think if he because it was wet and everything, I think if he pulled it off like perfectly, it would he it probably would went too far. Yeah, but either way, I mean, he like kind of hit it through his own legs and in front of him. Got the toe poke pass, Allison. You, you definitely can tell, and I think we talked about this. Trent Alexander Arnold, pretty good defender when you have sideline help, when you have baseline help, when mm-hmm. when you're actually on a wing. Not a very good defender middle of the park. If you no. get those guys middle of the park, they actually really really struggle. Um, and I I was impressed. Like I I was impressed with with Gabby. I'm going to bring up a point that I have after we talk about this pen that was given. So I'm going to hold mm-hmm. on to that. We both in the moment were texting each other and talking, obviously. I want to win. I 
think we should have won this game, obviously, because KDB needs to score that penalty. You got to hit the goal at least. Yeah, you got to hit the goal. That wasn't a pen, though. Like, I... It wasn't a pen. It, he wasn't that trying was, to do that. It was it was pretty weak. Right. That was more... The Wolves one was worse than that. 100,000 yeah. million percent. Because yeah. it was so much closer. But again, like, you can actually see Joe Gomez pulling his arm away. He's running, you know. Like, you don't run with your arms to your side. He's running. He sees a shot coming in. He's actually pulling his arm away. It hits his arm. And again, I'll, I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. I know... It's the rule. If it hits the arm at all, doesn't matter if it's intentional, but like and prevents a goal scoring opportunity or whatever it may be. Yeah, there there was a whole debate. Um, the the ESPN FC crew were talking about this was like a week like weeks ago too. They were talking about how players are going to start kicking the ball at hands at people's hands. Yeah, and the you know. Two people are sitting there going, like, that's absolutely something they're going to do. Absolutely 100%. And one guy's like, there's no way that's going to happen. I could absolutely see that happening. Yeah. I wasn't so sure a couple weeks ago, but now, dude, it doesn't matter. Like, you could be three yards away, you rip it, and if it hits their hand, you get a penalty. Yeah. I mean, it just it just wasn't a pen. But it, it's not a pen in my eyes either because I know that if I'm on the other side of it, I'm, I'm livid. I'm pissed. Like, I, like... I'm sitting there, and I'm like, my defender's not trying to stop that ball. It's it, right. The guy basically placed it the one place that my guy can't move his arm. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a pen. So, I mean, I didn't agree that it was a pen like we mentioned before, but, dude, that's the leader of our team missing a penalty in a crucial game against our biggest rival for the past four, three years, whatever it may be, to give us a win, or at least to give us a lead then. I mean, it's still big, but that would have given us the win. Um you know, disappointing. Very disappointing yeah. with with KDB. He seemed a little bit off all game, actually, if you kind of take a look at some of the balls that he was playing. Point I wanted to make, though. 1-1, you can kind of say, you know, you're not learning anything, whatever. I'm actually a lot more impressed with us than I was at all with you. I, I think that your first string offense versus our first string defense that penalty is is light and if you take away maybe one or two chances you guys did not look attacking and creative at all i didn't think no not really i I was i was impressed with the uh ruben diaz you know amrick laporte partnership there Jao Cancelo has decided to just play very well this year. He's been great for us for most of the season. Kyle Walker makes a mistake that gives up a goal. Very Kyle Walker. But other than that, I can't say a bad thing about how our defense played at all. Um, And then I also think that you know how I feel about Gabby. I love him. He's the best league uh, striker in all of the Prem. He shouldn't be scoring against Liverpool. No. And again, we, we talked about this at one point too. Like, I, I don't think this. I think we were kind of poor going forward. Um, I think we had a decent amount of chances. It's, the first half was obviously crazy. Second half sucked. Like, second half was like honestly so boring to watch. Yeah. Um, I think we had a lot of good chances, but you know we come off of a five nil win at Atlanta, and then you know only get a penalty goal. And granted, you know it's different. It's a different animal playing. When it's pouring down the rain, mm-hmm. uh, when it's, it's city, you know your biggest rival. Um, it's it just it's just a lot different. But I don't always love that 
4-2-3-1 formation. I don't always love Salah playing striker, by, basically. By himself. Yeah. yeah, I like him out, out wide. Um, but it's also, you know, those guys, I think, have a lot of confidence going forward when they know it's locked down at the back. And it just fucking isn't at all for us right yeah, now. Yeah, you're I back. Mean, we just lost. We just lost Trent for four four weeks now. So your back line is suspect right now. For yeah, sure. so uh, so bad. I think Andy Robinson, you could probably argue, is the the best or the leader back there. I mean, I Joel Matip is decent, but I'm yeah. not. I'm not it, sure he can shut you down. But I'm not expecting Joel Matip to shut you down. I had not impressed at all by Joe Gomez. I, I didn't mm-hmm. think Trent played that well either this game, but you guys are, are a little bit depleted back there. Um, one and thing that's some big like big saves too, actually. Yeah, I mean, I remember. this is again two best keepers in the prem playing each other, and and it showed. Um, I do think though. I mean, I'm watching this game, and this is the most. These are the two most complete teams. Okay, not complete. Yes. That's not a good way to say it because I think Leicester. Oh, very I think they are as well, but they are the two most complete teams especially when they play each other because both of them play up and it's the best football, best soccer game of the season every time they play and they look like the two best teams, which we both think they are. We both think they are the best teams. One thing that I thought was really interesting, just to have a little fun segment in this, uh, during the game there is this weird story that, I forget which announcer it was, but they were talking about some uh, couple English soccer players that played in the NFL and whatnot that were kicking. If you had to do... Top five prem players that would be really, really great place kickers. Mm-hmm. The two keepers in here are obviously one and two. Yeah, I think Ederson's one. Ederson's one, Allison's two. Who goes three, four, and five? Um, doesn't Kane want to do that? I can see Kane. Kane's so small. I mean, he actually looks like a kicker. What am I saying? Yeah, I mean... I can see Kane. I, I, think, I think he actually said he wanted to do that. Um... But so did Ederson, right? I don't know. I don't know. I thought they were saying that. I know uh, about Ty Mings being an interior designer. I don't know about my own keeper wanting to be a NFL kicker. I, th- I swear they, they were saying during the game he wanted to. Um, okay, uh, Ederson, Allison. Uh, I'd, I'd give you. I'd give you, Kane for sure. Kane. Man, I'm trying to think of just who absolutely bombs the ball. I, I know who wouldn't. Who. Pickford, he, he kicks. He kicks like a fucking idiot. That's also if he was on any team. Like I, I know I shit on. Like I never have even seen Everton as really that much of a rival because I was never alive when it was like really popping off between them. Yeah. Um. But if Pickford was on any team, I'd say the same thing too. It's not just because it's Everton. He just kicks like an absolute buffoon. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm right there with you. Like I just don't. I honestly I don't, don't know though who else. Vardy. Um. Man, that would be... I don't know, dude. I'm trying to think, like... Bruno Fernandez would be probably a decent one. You think so? Yeah. I'm just trying to think of, like, the... Like, keepers are always kicking the ball, like, super fucking far, so... Uh, I'm trying to think of keepers. I think Grealish would be, too. Grealish would be cool. He'd also have just the most swag out of any of them. Yeah. Uh, Keeper-wise... Our old dude, Dino... Yeah. Anderson would be good. Think De Gea could? Or is he too old? Nah, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> who true. gives a shit? We we like Dean Henderson because he's like uh he's like the castaway on Man United. Absolutely. Uh, Schmeichel. 
I don't know why I didn't. Oh, yeah, Schmeichel, Schmeichel would be good. Schmeichel yeah, would be Schmeichel would be good. So it'd be Allison, Ederson, or Ederson, Allison, Schmeichel, Kane, Vardy, Grealish, top six. There you go. Sure. Book I'm it. into that. Book it. Last point I had on this game, I think we got pretty lucky in the fact that there was all this hype all week about Diego Jota, and this was the worst game he's played at Liverpool. Yeah, he played pretty bad. Um, that's not what is going to happen with him. He's going to be a really fucking good player. But uh, we got lucky, and this was probably his worst game of the season. And he had chances. Every time he had the ball, I was like, ah, shit. And then he like kind of half-ass shot it. It was weird. Yeah, it's tough, dude, because, again, like, I, I remember so many times Firmino, like, running up the middle, you know, with three guys ahead of him. And I just don't, I just don't think when... I don't think they know what to do when it, they're in that formation. Yeah. Like, it's not as fluid, obviously, as the 4-3-3. But, I mean, if they could figure it out, we get to play four attacking players. That'd be awesome. So, um, Yep. So, Jota, worst game. I also have no idea why Foden didn't play. I'm, I'm now not understanding he, that at he's all. The, he's the Man City Donny Van de Beek. I mean... I think he's better than Donny Van de Beek. Yeah, I'm just saying he doesn't get games. Yeah, yeah, I just I don't get it. I, I'm ready. For, I'm ready for it full time. I'm more excited to see him go out there than Bernardo at this point, and Bernardo's who went out there. But what do you think about the managers? Um. See, I think that you at, the, the reason I was impressed by us is I actually think that you guys still have more talent with these injuries than we do. Mm-hmm. And I think that a catalyst to our formation and a catalyst to us even being able to score as we've proven ourselves is having a striker. And I know how much better Aguero is than Gabby. Mm-hmm. I think that neither, neither manager in this game made the difference at all. You don't think so? Do you? I think Klopp's a better manager. You're just talking Klopp about gets, in general. I'm talking about this game. I think Klopp gets gets uh, the players up more than Pep does. I think you guys play... I think you guys play for whatever reason. I don't know, dude. I wasn't that impressed with you guys, to be completely honest. Yeah, I think neither one of us were... I mean... I mean, I wasn't that impressed with us, but I think we—I think we were. What part weren't you impressed with? The attacking, our top strikers out. <laughs> well, I, I understand that, but you weren't impressed with our defending when we have our the best defender in the world out. I was impressed with your attacking either. I see. I don't. I mean, I I don't know. I don't necessarily agree with that. I thought it was a pretty back and forth game, and then a shit game after that. After half. But I think I I think energy wise, I think we we even when. Maybe it doesn't come off. I think we are always more energetic. Yeah, and I mean... I think a lot of that comes down if, to... If you want me to just admit here on pod that I think Klopp's a better manager, I've done that in private many times. I'll do it right now. Klopp's a better manager, I think, in my own opinion. And I think okay. he's, we can move on better, <laughs> he's better at <laughs> the longevity of being at a place. He's going to be better than Pep because I think there is a bigger investment in youth there's a bigger investment in guys that are going to be there for five years um and i just don't i don't see that with pep so i mean if that's all you wanted me to do okay 
I did it. Yep, that's all I wanted. Now I can sleep easy tonight. Perfect. Let's get into the vibes. Oh man, let's go to that all important time of the show once again. My favorite part of the show. That's a vibe. It's a vibe. That's a vibe. All right. My vibe of the week, and it is a last minute vibe of the week. Took myself on a run this afternoon. I uh, got a little four-miler in. As I was running, who do I see on the street but an old woman, couldn't have been south of 92, walking. <laughs> Just a absolute beauty of a red trench coat on with a matching red, like, Carmen Sandiego-style hat. Just looking like a billion bucks, looking like she was out on the town. Owns, owns the town. Owns the town. It's the talk of the town. Looks like she she was out in the 1950s and, and she's, you know, trying to hook up with the Rat Pack. Beautiful woman. <laughs> As I'm running by her, what do I see? A red mask with a little Arsenal logo right in the corner. Now, not an Arsenal fan, but respect the hustle, respect the pride. She definitely had no clue that Arsenal just got throttled 3-0 on the weekend, but it didn't stop her from wearing her Arsenal mask that matched her hat and her trench coat when she was out in the Upper West Side around 3 in the afternoon doing God knows what. Actually, once I saw her, I thought about Google searching if Stan Kroenke's wife was dead yet or if she's alive. Still haven't done that, so Michael, while you do your vibes, I'm going to check into that right now. Awesome, dude. Uh, That woman fucking owns everything. She can own whatever she wants. She can do whatever she wants. She will never never be looked uh, down upon. But my vibe, we talked about it earlier, goes to the current leaders in the Scottish Premiership, Rangers. They are currently, through 14 games played, they are... 12, 12, or sorry, 12, 2, and 0. 12 wins, 2 draws, no losses. They've beat Celtic. What's their name? Uh, Rangers. 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 They've beat Celtic uh, away, um, which obviously we've talked about fans and stuff. doesn't really matter. But it's pretty still a pretty big deal there. They have scored 37 goals in 14 games and have given up three, which is fucking crazy. Um, Obviously, the uh, leader of that team, Steven Gerrard, Liverpool guy, the the most Liverpool guy that there is, probably. Um, Probably the future manager of Liverpool, without a doubt. I think think he is, dude. I think he's going to be. When do you want that to happen? You just taught, you just made me admit that Klopp's the best manager in the world. Why would you even say that? Because I think when Klopp's done, I think it's going to be Stevie G. So when, like twenty? You think? Do you think Klopp's? You think Klopp's gonna? I don't think he's going to stay there until twenty thirty. That's, that's the that's the new. Uh, we got some Klopp's the new Arsene Wenger. Klopp's <laughs> the new Arsene Wenger. We got some some ex Liverpool guys on this team as well as uh, friend of the pod Jermaine Defoe. Um, I don't know if he actually is or not. Probably absolutely not. But Ryan Kent. Ex Liverpool guy, he's there. Ryan Kent, um, big FIFA pickup. I feel like. Yeah, he's a great FIFA guy, um, but you know, 
Got to shout out uh, the Scottish Premiership. Pretty pretty rugged fucking league. They just uh, absolutely assault people in that league. It's pretty nuts to watch. Um, uh, Rangers sitting top South, of the league. Dude. How football's supposed to be played, baby. Yeah, I, dude, I agree, honestly. In the mud, in the dirt, no handball goals. Fuck VAR, get it out. Oh, here. VAR They're out. also, also uh, top of their Europa League standing right now. They are in a group with uh, Benfica. Is it Lech Poznan? Lech. Lech? Lech, Lech Poznan, Poznan? And, Stan- and Standard Liège. They are uh, top of the league, seven points. Um, looking like, you know... Obviously, the Scottish Premiership, not the most, you know, the best league. It used to be pretty fucking great. Um, not the greatest anymore, but I think he's kind of trying to bring it back. And he doesn't have any, like, crazy names on that team. So, you know, I think he's uh, So it actually his... is a coaching job, then? Yeah, I do think that's a little bit of the difference. I think it is a coaching job. Um, but they just beat, their last game, they beat uh, poor Hamilton <laughs> Academy. Uh, academical. Yeah, Hamilton Academical yep. eight nil. Hamilton Academical. That's where uh, Alexander Hamilton. Hamilton went for grade school back in the day. Jesus, eight nil, dude. Imagine getting beat eight Could, nil. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me losing eight nil. Could be Fuck. you though. Seven two this year. Shout out to you guys. Anyway, That's crazy. Let's not do predictions this week. Let's do it for the Europe pod that will be coming out next week. We have the international break for the Prem. It's a perfect mm-hmm. time to check in on the Champions League. Three games in there. Go back and see how our predictions went, how we how we how our teams are doing, what we think is gonna happen moving forward. What I do want to leave the people with though, right now, what's our current Prem prediction standings looking like based on the games per week? You got that up? Oh yes. Um you have I'll start with you. Do it. You are currently 34 and 26. Shoo! No, you missed two weeks, but that's fine. Jeez! Um, you went 6 and 4 last week. You got. Where'd you go last week? 5 and 5. Yikes. Because you had Everton, man, man. You had United over Everton, and I did not. Yes. But we both missed, obviously, City, Liverpool. Um, and we both got Aston Villa, Arsenal. I thought you were going to switch it up on that one, so I was pretty upset. You're 34 and 26. I am. 36 and 42. So, I need I need a big I need a big like 8-2 week or something to I, get back. I uh, was looking at those and uh, I'm I'm feeling pretty cocky right now cuz I'm doing doing pretty decently. Uh, but I did see one week I went 1 and 9. <laughs> yes, you have you have had the the single worst week and the single But best. I've had but I've had yes, the consistent like I'm 4 and 6 and then I had 1 2 and 8, but other than that I'm pretty much like mids every time five four and four five five four six five five two eight which is that was the week you went one nine so we it was like we got three fucking games right out of 20 which is pretty <laughs> bad um love to see it then i was four six seven three and five five again so love to see it all right yeah. perfect that's a cap off to the week great roundup 10th episode book it in the bag that's 10 episodes in for the NAFTA pod and the NAFTA boys. Like I mentioned before, look for the website going up tomorrow. I don't want to tell you how many different posts will be on there because I don't want to keep us beholden to anything, but definitely some additional content in the text form. Get your reading glasses on. Check that out. As always, if you listen, like, subscribe, Leave us the five stars. We still do don't all the, know. Do all the things. We still don't know what the fuck it does, but every other podcast says that it's good. 
and let's talk in two weeks about the Prem and one week about Champions League. We'll see ya. See you later. See you for the Champions League. She said I get it, like my Lambo with no slacks and titty You can't see in it, your girl can see out But she like it better with the top girl Skinny jeans on, I'm looking so nice Like a virgin, your boy's so tight Being low, so froze, got me looking nice You could probably do a figure eight on the ice But I seen her at a party though Drop it low, getting down on the flow I'm like I gotta have her, so I have to grab her Take her out of space, on our way to Saturn My song come on, so I have to leave her I'm so fitted, put my feet up. Now I'm not a nurse, but I'm just a dog. Seen her at a party.